On this episode, we're talking about what is at the root of all success and failure in real estate. It really comes down to one thing, and we're going to talk about that one thing now. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 216 of the Massive Agent Podcast. I am your host, Dustin Brome, an agent in Salt Lake City, Utah. And uh, I'm excited about this one, this episode. It's going to be short and sweet. We're going to get right to it and not a big long one today. Um, We're going to be talking about success and failure and what is behind it. There's really like there's one common thread that you either have or you don't have. Okay. If you have it, you're probably doing well. If you don't have this thing, you're not. You're struggling. The good news is you can you can build more of it and get towards success, but you have to know about it and you need to know ways to improve and fix it and to uh to acquire more of it. So we'll get to that here in a second. Guys, I appreciate you listening to the show. Just a reminder, if you want to if you ever want to watch the episodes, just go over to Massive Agent on YouTube. We put every episode, the uh, the video up on up on YouTube. So do that. You guys know what to do with YouTube. Massive Agent Podcast on YouTube. Go snag it. Subscribe and all the all the shit. All the insert calls to action here that uh, that most YouTubers do. Yeah, we'll just we'll just do that. That works. Okay, guys. I've been in real estate for eleven years. Uh, the first half or slightly even more than half was a shit show. Okay. Total shit show. Didn't really ever feel confident that I knew what I was doing. Um, didn't, didn't, I never felt like I had control over my business for a while. I I always felt like the success that I was going to have or not have that I didn't fully have control over that I was relying on my first two years, I was with a, a small, very small real estate team that I was dependent on them for deals. I never really felt like I had control. But once I learned that I do have full control and I learned what to control and learned actually about marketing and lead generation and client acquisition, content marketing, that's when I really, that's when I got it. I was like, okay, I, I have control. Like I can do this shit and I don't need to rely on my broker or my team leader or this other person it's, or market conditions, it's me. But it took a while. And when I look back at my career, as as I've grown the most and as I've seen the most uh, as I've seen the most fruits come from my efforts, if you will, there's one underlying theme. there's there's a common thread, a common denominator, okay and, and I believe that this one common denominator is, this is what will determine if you have success or failure in real estate. Confidence. Confidence. Okay. Now we're going to get be getting into this. You're probably thinking, what the hell does that even mean? Okay. Obviously you need confidence. Yes. But some of you don't, but you think you do. Some of you don't think you do, but actually do have some confidence in, in And so I'm going to, I'm going to unpack this a little bit and I'm going to teach you some ways to build confidence because I, um, 
I work with a lot of agents, you know, on my, my real estate team that I have, uh, I, if you don't know, I run a, a, a team of independent, completely independent agents. I'm not their team leader. I'm not their broker. I'm not whatever, but it's a, it's a, it's still a team structure. Pretty cool. Um, I work with a lot of agents. We have 220 something agents today, um, in almost 40 different States and some in Canada. So I talk to a lot of different agents at a lot of, and in different stages of their career, doing different things that some of them do completely different things to get business. And so I see it all and it's awesome. So I, I've gained a great perspective over the last three years, um, you know, having built this team. And uh, I noticed that those that really crush it, that really, really crush it. And those that are struggling a lot, it, it's a confidence thing. Those that are really, really doing well, they have a shitload of confidence. And maybe that's, so maybe that's focused confidence in certain skill sets that sure they could, those people could lack confidence in other areas, but generally speaking, they have confidence. And those that are really struggling, that can't convert those listing presentations into, into a listing agreement, they never seem to get the deal. You show up to the listing appointment and you, you kind of already know that you haven't gotten it. You, you're, you're kind of defeated. Well, that's a lack of confidence. You're, the reason that you're not doing the things Additionally, that the reason why you're not doing the things that you know you should do to grow your business and to get new clients, ad campaigns, prospecting, social media, consistent social media content, all of that stuff, a lot of it comes down to a lack of confidence. So if we know that confidence is the determining factor in, you know, are we going to be successful in this business or not, shouldn't we focus some of our efforts or all of it on building confidence. Hey, how if you already have confidence, great. Let's let's build more. Let's strengthen it. And if you if you were like me and had no confidence, you were full of insecurities, never really felt like you were one uh like you belonged in the conversation, you know, it, you you felt like you were decent but you didn't feel like you were one of the best. That's a problem. But we can work on that. You first you have to know where you're at. So Right now, guys, be honest with yourself. Are you somebody, do you have a confidence problem or a lack of confidence problem? Let's start with that, okay? So be honest with yourself. If you're confident, if you're, if you're like, fuck yeah, I'm confident, I'm good to go. Awesome, cool. You're gonna wanna keep listening because we're gonna teach you how to build more of it and, and expand that confidence into other areas of your life, which when, when you do that, really compounds the amount of confidence you have overall. It's just crazy. If you, if you're like, you know what, I really do struggle with confidence. I never feel like I'm good enough as a, as a, an agent. I'm always thinking my clients hate me. I always think that I'm about to get fired. I'm always second guessing if I'm doing a good job. I am not doing video because I'm worried about what I look like or how I sound. All that shit is stems from a lack of confidence. Okay. So how do you get, how does one get confidence? How can you build it? Hey, let's just jump right into it. One of the things that I have found through experience and by consuming a lot of content from people much smarter than me on how to build confidence is, oh shit, I realized I haven't even had this other light on. So like if, um, if you're watching on YouTube, I was like two-face, like I had one side of my face. Anyways, it's probably a little better. So how do you, how do you get confidence? Well, I believe if you do and accomplish something hard, 
It's the fastest, most controllable way to build confidence. Now, look, there's lots of different ways. Some of us are born with it. Some of us have been raised with confidence through how we were parented and the, you know, the social structure we were around, the friends we would hang out with. All of that, as we grew up, cultivated us into who we are today, for sure. It doesn't mean that if you had a horrible upbringing or your parents were not very encouraging and didn't help you build confidence and self-esteem, it doesn't mean you're screwed. You just have more work to do. Well, what work? Doing something hard, okay? By doing hard things and accomplishing them and finishing them, you build confidence pretty quickly, okay? Something that I've done in my life that that I'm super proud of that I wish that I would have done earlier or sooner because I realized how freaking powerful it was at building my confidence was compl- doing and completing 75 hard. My wife and I did 75 hard together back in October, 2020. I think we start, yeah, we started in October, 2020. And I thought it was just like to lose weight and to get in better shape. I thought it was a physical thing. And I realized pretty quickly, 75 hard is a mental program. It's a mental Ironman. And after completing it, and we did it on the first try, we didn't, we, you know, we didn't fail and have to start over anything. We, we saw it through the first try. We came out of it 75 days later, so much more confident. And for so many different reasons too. First off, we just did something that most people can't do. Most people, honestly, most people aren't even willing to fucking try it. Most people aren't even willing to try doing 75 hard. And if they do, a lot of them stumble. They, they forget to do something or they, they give in and, and fuck up one day and they have to start over. Or maybe that happens a few times. Cool. You, those people are still far and away better off than those that won't even try it. But when you can do something and, and keep the promises you made to yourself along the way and do something hard, you emerge on the other side with a bunch of confidence. Now, part of that confidence was we felt better physically. We looked better physically. Okay? We, we burned some body fat. We built these great physiques that, you know, we're in shape. I'm in better shape. I look better now physically than I did when I could eat anything that I wanted when I was 16, 17 years old in high school and I was just ripped to shit. Well, I'm in better shape now because back then that was metabolism. Now it's healthy choices and actions and, and all of that. So like I'm a healthy person and I look better than I did then. It's crazy. How do you think I feel when I show up in public or I, I go take my kids to the swimming pool and I take my shirt off or whatever? And, and look, if this is an uncomfortable conversation, I'm sorry, but I'm not. I mean, this, this is real shit, okay? And if you can't handle it, I'm sorry. You should probably work on that. But when I take my shirt off because I'm in shape, I'm in, I'm in really fucking good shape, I can't help but feel confident in that situation, in that environment, because I know that most other people around me have not put in the amount of work and have not had the dedication that I've had to my physical fitness and my health. So I, when I know that I look great and that I look elite, that gives me a shitload of confidence. So if there's one way, get in better shape so that you, you enjoy and, and love the way that you look. If you feel great, you're going to have more confidence than if you're overweight 
sluggish, you don't have any energy, you drink way too much caffeine, not nearly enough water, you don't exercise, or if you do, you pussyfoot around and you never do shit. I mean, there's not a whole lot to be confident about if that's you. And that's the average person, okay? And I'm not saying that that's not... Well, okay. I was I was about to say I'm not saying that that's I'm not saying how the fuck do I say this? It's not okay. Okay? I understand because I've been there recently. Like in 2020, I was a I was a flabby slob basically. Um but it wasn't okay. Like it it was not okay for me to be like that. My kids were watching for God's sakes. My kids were seeing the habits that I have. My kids were seeing the way I, I looked and felt and that, oh, daddy doesn't have any energy to chase us around the house. Why? He hasn't done shit all day but sit in his office. What the hell, you know? So it's not okay, but it's also okay to acknowledge that that's where you're currently at. And then as long as you do something about it, you're good, all right? So I'm not here to judge anybody who's out of shape or overweight or even if you're just straight fat as hell because you've been a slob for 10 years, you could change your mind. You can decide to change that immediately, and then day after day after day, hour after hour, make decisions that move you away from that and towards fitness and health. Okay, that process builds confidence because of the superficial. Like I, I know maybe that's uncomfortable to talk, like to just talk so bluntly. Like I look fucking great in the mirror. Hmm. Well, I do, and I feel like I do, so I feel confident about that in physically. And working as hard as I've worked to get to where I am physically with the dedication in the kitchen and in the gym, all of that hard work and getting stronger and being able to lift heavy weights and bench press over 300 pounds and all the shit, that gives me confidence too. Like I just feel like more of a man. I feel like a a tougher, more, I, I feel like more of a man. Okay. To put it bluntly. So I have more confidence. We did a program that most people aren't willing to do. And if they try, they don't do it. So that gave us confidence that we are in the top, whatever percent of people that can accomplish something hard that builds confidence. Okay. So all of that then bleeds into business. And then I feel better. I have more energy. I have more clarity. I have more focus. And we start, uh, we hired a mindset coach and, you know, we made a very large investment at the time. We thought it was a very large investment into that. And we started doing the work and then we started to have results and we started to hit our goals and we started to do that quickly. And then that builds confidence because when you accomplish something hard, it becomes your new normal. When you accomplish something hard and you've done it once, it's now normal and accepted. So now to grow further, you have to set the bar higher and do something hard to get there. That is how you grow over time. All right. So doing something hard, getting something that you've accomplished to become your new normal, something that you once thought was very difficult, that think back to something as, a, as an agent that you thought was super intimidating or it scared the shit out of you. You weren't confident at all. Maybe, uh, maybe showing homes and buyers asking you questions and you have no fucking idea what I'm talking about. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's uh, listing presentations and you were intimidated that they were interviewing three others and you're like, oh my God, those people have been doing it and they sell everything in this neighborhood. Who, who am I? And you have this imposter syndrome and you lack confidence. 
Maybe it's being asked certain questions or understanding certain concepts that we need to know as agents to properly advise our clients. Well, if you, when you're new to the business, that's normal. But by working at them, by practicing those things and doing it enough and getting enough reps, going sit, sitting down with enough sellers at their table, having enough uh, buyer consultations, um, you know, practicing like reading through the contract so that you understand all the ins and outs of the contract, that builds confidence. Because once you've done it enough times, it's now normal. And what used to intimidate you and you were not confident, now you are because of repetition. Thank God you control how many repetitions you put in. The beauty of all of this, guys, is you can control the amount of work that goes in to build the confidence. You can't just say, okay, I want to I want to increase my confidence by 200% this year. First off, how the hell do you measure that? But let's say you could. That's the result, okay? It's, it's very hard to control the end result, but what you can control is the actions required or the actions leading to that end result. So when you reverse engineer, okay, if I want to do that, what's it going to take? And then you do those things, it's much easier that way. So reverse engineering any goal, um, any intention you set is, is just key. So another way to build confidence as a realtor is to study the hell out of the market stats, okay? This helped me a lot when I was fairly new because I, I would get asked all the time, how's the market? I didn't know how to answer that other than, it's great, or it sucks, or it depends on if you're a buyer or seller. You know, I didn't really know. I just knew like surface level shit that anybody that's watched the news for 30 seconds could answer as well. So my, my broker at the time was like, well, you need to study the, the stats in the MLS. How many, you know, what's the absorption rate in, in the market? How many homes are actually on the market today? Is it more, are there more homes or fewer homes available than there were last year? Um, what's the median home price? Is it more or less than last year? You know, at what percent is, at what percentage rate is it going up? All these things that at the time I, I was like, you're speaking Japanese, dude. I don't understand what the hell you're talking about. But then I just dove into the MLS and through repetition, I started to learn, okay, here's what this means. And then over time I started to get some more perspective and context, like, okay, median home price was this and now it's this. So, oh, it just appreciated 8% this year or, or it went up 3% this quarter or whatever, or my hell last year, Salt Lake County up 40%. The median home price went up 40% in one year. Bonkers. Uh, Number one real estate market in the country, as far as that goes, which boggles my mind that I was born here and just happened to be in real estate here. It's nuts. Anyways, studying market stats helped me a lot. And it's not that in hindsight, I've never been asked these questions very often, if, if ever, like I, I've never had a client ask me what the absorption rate was, but here's what it did for me. Knowing all that nerdy shit when I, whenever I went into a conversation, I then felt prepared. I felt like no matter what kind of question they could throw at me, I had the answer to it, which gave me confidence. And once I had that confidence that I built up by studying, excuse me, by studying nerdy statistics, I translated into converting more clients because they're like, okay, this person knows their shit. 
Um, I'm going to hire this person and this person can explain concepts to me in a way that I can understand. Thank you for speaking to me like a human being, Dustin, and being an advisor and a teacher and not just some like, I'll talk over your head asshole, like so many real estate pros are. So I got a lot more business because I built the confidence. All right. So it guys, it starts with confidence, do hard things, make sure that you are keeping the promises you make to yourself. How many of you Honest, honest question. And obviously you can't answer because this is a, this is a podcast, but I want you to answer to yourself. How many of you guys set new year's resolutions and have already given up on some of them? See, the more you do that, when that happens one year, you can recover from it, but it happens another year. That's a little tougher. You do it again. And pretty soon you expect to fail yourself. You expect to let yourself down. You're you're, you're programming yourself that you, you can't even trust yourself. It's hard to be a confident person when you don't even trust yourself. So keeping the promises you make to yourself is paramount. So start, if you need to start smaller, start with some incremental goals and make sure when you're, when you're setting goals that you're writing them down. And if, if they're, if you're really serious about them, write them down every freaking day. Write them down, read them out loud afterwards. Write them down, read them out loud afterwards every single day. And before you know it, it's burned into your brain. You know it's going to happen. You're confident as hell. There's just And there's just no doubt that your, your goal, is, it's happened. You just have to catch up to it. That's it. Pretty crazy stuff. But as you do those things and you start to hit those goals and you're, you're like, I'm going to work out five days this week. And then you actually do you're working towards confidence because you've kept the promise that you just made to yourself. If you want to build confidence, no matter where you're at, you could be super confident already. And you're trying to build more of it, or you have no confidence at all. You have to keep the promises you've made to yourself. And I would bet you, if you're, if you're one of the people listening that feels like you don't have much confidence that you really lack it. And it's a big weak spot for you. I bet if you look back, there's a lot of promises you made to yourself that you did not keep, that you did not follow through on. When I lacked confidence, when I struggled in my life, it's because I wasn't doing the shit that I promised myself. I'd make these big proclamations and then never do it. I would say, oh, I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to go to the gym. Oh, something came up. Can't go. Oh, I'm going to get up early today. Oh, I was tired. Didn't get up. The little teeny things add up. They add up in a major way. Each individual one by itself, not that, not that consequential, but it's the pattern guys. So make sure for the love of God that you, when you make a promise to yourself that you follow through and you keep it, you will come out the other side more confident. And then as you start to accomplish hard things, which usually goes hand in hand with you know, making promises to yourself. Usually it's not like, I'm going to do something easy. I'm going to do something that I don't even have to think about. Usually it's something that you have to work towards. Otherwise, why would you need to promise yourself that? It's not like I'm like, um, I'm going to successfully walk up to the kitchen and have lunch today. It's not something I have to work towards. You know, I'm just going to do it. You guys get my point. Guys, confidence. This, this business does not need to be painful. Being a realtor does not need to be painful. It does not need to, you don't need to struggle. You don't need to live commission check to commission check. 
You don't have to. And if you are, I want to ask you, when did you decide that it has to be that way? When did you decide that, that it has to be that way? Right? You can build confidence for yourself and you can also do things where you're putting yourself in a situation to have somebody help you hold your hand through uh, tasks or activities or, or whatever that will build your confidence. Guys, if you're not part of our Massive Agent Society coaching group, you're screwing yourselves. I'm just going to put it bluntly. You're totally screwing yourselves. It is such an insanely uh, small investment compared to the return that you'll get. It, it's incredible. And registration's closed right now. When we open it here in, in a two, three, four weeks, if you're not jumping all over that and, and uh, diving in, I feel bad for you. We have structured it in such a way that by just by doing the things, by following the steps, do this, then do this, then do this, then do this. By doing those, you're accomplishing something hard. You're keeping the promises you made to yourself. You're seeing results. So that builds confidence when you start to see results happening. So you're like, oh my God, that hard work I've been putting in is actually working. Holy shit, I better keep going. And then it snowballs in the right direction. I will just say this. If you guys are somebody that's like, oh, I really, I need to build my confidence. I, Dustin, I, I think you're right. I, I think that's one of my problems. You need to be part of the Massive Agent Society and you need it now. So stay tuned. As soon as we open up, I will announce it here on the show. I'll announce it to our email list. I'll announce it on social. It's only going to be open for about a week and then we're closing it up again for probably a few more months, but um, make sure you're ready to, to jump on that. And guys, speaking of confidence, I am confident, very confident in fact, that to make the most out of your career this year, to really put yourself in the best position to scale and to go from A to B quickly, you need the right tools in place too. It's not just about information. Okay, information's not gonna do shit for you. You need the right action plan, you need the right tools, okay? And then you need support. Well, I am confident follow-up boss is the platform that's going to give you the tools and the support to grow and scale your real estate your real estate business this year, whether you're trying to start a team or just go from 50 sales to 100, whatever it is, or even just get on top of your numbers for once and be able to, to like follow up with people. It's amazing how many agents I talk to that manage everything through Excel. Um, there's a better way, guys. There's a reason why the top producers in the industry, the best of the best, all use follow-up boss. And the only way you can find out if it's for you is if you go try it out. Thank God follow-up boss kicks ass and they are giving you a 30-day free trial as a listener of this show. All you have to do is go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash follow-up boss. One more time, massiveagentpodcast.com slash follow-up boss and get the 30-day free trial. They're so confident, speaking of confidence, they're so goddamn confident that you are going to love their product that they're not even gonna ask you for a credit card up front. They're just like, here you go, 30 days, try it out. And if you like it, come back and, and pay us. That's it. How cool is that? So go to the link, massiveagentpodcast.com slash follow-up boss, get the 30-day free trial, use it, play around with it, watch some tutorials, plug in and actually like learn how it works. And I am confident that that is one of those tools that you've been searching for for a long time to help you to help make your job easier and take a lot of the pressure off your shoulders and put it into a platform. So go check them out. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope this was a helpful episode. Please let me know if, uh, if you've enjoyed this one. Shoot me a DM on Instagram at Massive Agent. I would, uh, I'd appreciate that very much. Just uh, shoot me a DM and let me know what you liked most about this episode. And if you found it helpful, 
I ask you to please help us to promote and share the show. And, uh, you know, the algorithms love it with the podcast. The podcast algorithms love it. If you share the episode, leave reviews, leave ratings uh, in Apple or Spotify, wherever you're listening, super helpful. But help us spread the word. Help us reach new agents that don't have access to an episode like this by sharing a link to it or a screenshot in your story or tagging our podcast in a Facebook group when people ask for recommendations for podcasts, whatever it is, it's all helpful. So I appreciate you guys. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Massive Agent Podcast. Take care, go build some goddamn confidence because I'm telling you what, once you build that, you will be on fire and you can build a business that you've only dreamed of before. It's doable. Agents are doing it and they all have confidence. So let's get you there. Take care.